What's up, everybody? Welcome to The Married Life. This is Joe. And this is Chrissy. And we exist to help build stronger marriages, to create stronger families, to form stronger communities. Yeah. And we do that multiple ways. Yep. We have a blog, which mine went up today. Yep. I'm really excited well, about yesterday. it. yesterday. Because this, this goes out on Wednesday. Blog goes out on Tuesday. Tuesday. Nah, that's good. No, keep going. <laughs> um, we got my blog coming out on a Tuesday. This comes out on Wednesday. We've got coaching. We would love to meet with you guys if you have something more personal that you need to talk about that maybe we don't hit on on any of those platforms. And then why don't you talk about your your fighting podcast that's coming out? Yeah. So uh, Chrissy and I, I discussed with her some things that I want to talk about for men, and we were just going to put it on the Married Life podcast, but then we realized... This is too masculine. Some of the stuff like women don't want to hear. So mm-hmm. uh, it's called pick a fight uh, because in life we're always picking a fight. We just have to know the right fight to pick. Yeah. And so there's four things we're always going to fight for. Well, let me say that. There's three things we're going to fight for. One thing we're going to fight against. So yeah. we're going to fight for leadership, for spirituality, for our relationships. Uh, and we're going to fight against lust. Yeah. And I could even say we're going to fight for purity. So then we're always fighting for something. There you go. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Um, but it's, to some guys, they're like, ah, purity that's weird you know versus lust it's like yeah we, we get that you know <laughs> um so anyways uh we well i say we i've been working on that have multiple um videos recorded podcasts recorded uh we're just gonna launch that in the next couple weeks and yeah. even next week actually on this podcast uh we're gonna actually start going through song of solomon and the first one is all about the man and golly characteristics of a man mm-hmm. and so Maybe from that, I'll spin off and launch the podcast in two weeks. Anyways, keep an eye out. We'll post that, you know, on Instagram and where we have it launched. But you guys can find that. We literally just have to make a graphic. Like I said, I have a whole series already uh, built on that from First Corinthians when it talks about how we're to act like men. And yeah. what does that look like? Because what does that look like right. in in 2021? How do I act like a man? Is it when right. I turn 21? Is it when I can vote? Is it when I can listen to Army? Is it when I can, you know, like when does a man? So anyways, yeah. going off that. Um, and again, like uh, Chrissy said, we have tons of resources mm-hmm. on the website, adding more resources uh, every day, just brainstorming, coming up with things that we can bless you with. Yeah. And I just wanted to say thank you to everybody who's already donated to make this podcast and blog and vlog and all the other things that are going to be coming out, our coaching. I just want to thank everybody who's donated um, because you are the ones that are making it happen. You're making it Uh, happen for you but it's also making it happen for other people who might not be able to afford something like coaching or um, just that personal thing we're allowing that for a broader audience because of the people that are so generous and so if that is you if you are grateful and you love our stuff and um, you want to sew into this ministry we would absolutely love that you can go to our website themarriedlife.org and you can donate Uh, you can have reoccurring giving you can do one gift whatever um but we're super grateful for that yes very much so Mm -hmm. um and so a lot of you know chrissy and i are not only is this our ministry but we're also pastors and so even today um i was uh, reading in philippians 4 and something really stuck out to me and so we wanted to really dissect this and what it looks like for marriage yeah Uh, because so many times in life Let's really today's podcast, if we could just sum it up, it has to deal with our thoughts, mm-hmm. you know, anxiety, issues, things we worry about. 
And what do we do with those thoughts, especially in marriage? And so there is a scripture, Philippians 4, uh, verse 6 through 9, uh, that we just want to break down and help us get a better understanding of what we're supposed to do with these kind of thoughts and what God, how he wants to be part of our thought life. Yeah. And so the first part says, don't be pulled in different directions. And again, this is Philippians 4, verse 6 in the Passion Translation. Don't be pulled in different directions or worried about a thing. Now. Don't be worried about a thing is very hard to do. Right. You know, like, I mean, we worry all the time. Like right now, literally, we tried recording this podcast two or three times yesterday. (laughs) Our baby kept waking up. And so my mom is here now watching the two littles plus the baby. So it's like you have that even in the back of your mind, right? You're worried that he's going to wake up again. It's like, when are we going to do this? How are we ever going to get a podcast out? It's also 2021. It's just, you know, what's going to happen nowadays? You guys are going to hear babies crying dogs bark and everything um but the part about don't being pulled in different directions like how that looks in your marriage see and you're going to hear email confirmations i just got an email noise (laughs) um but don't be pulled in different directions because there's always something trying to pull you yeah and we have to look forward and that's why christy and i always talk about vision retreats together absolutely how vital those are to Mm -hmm. get on that same page Uh, the bible talks about that if you have two different visions you can't walk together right right? Mm -hmm. and that's just the truth yeah no i think that's so important the vision retreat is so important but even just being on the same page financially like talking these things out and being walking together in one direction in all aspects of your marriage because this like naturally this world is going to pull you apart Mm -hmm. you have two different jobs you know your kids i mean as as a kid did you if you didn't get one thing from your mom you went to gwen did that yesterday (laughs) she did it yesterday and it's like people things circumstances will naturally pull you apart if you are not proactive and on the same page Mm -hmm. and you have to fight for it yep it's like a magnet you know um how like you know when you have them opposites and how they like it's you have to push it together you know Mm -hmm. um and that's the same thing with like your relationship is you were attracted magnetly right to your spouse it is now magnetically (laughs) there we go there it is it is a word um the first one probably wasn't (laughs) so you you were attracted to your spouse right but at some point because of difficulties you start having a different you know like it's like one of you is flipped exactly or both yeah and so you have to push towards to make sure you're continuing to walk in that same direction because yeah. if not pretty soon you're walking in different directions then there's separation and then there's i mean divorce i mean there's yeah. so many things that can happen so mm-hmm. even getting on that same page yeah so you about, just have to be aware of it and fight for it yeah what direction are we walking in together That's good. it goes on to say be saturated in prayer throughout each day And this is something that Chrissy and I practice and that we share with people when we coach them is that we don't have a super long in-depth prayer at night, but we pray together every night. Our children won't allow that. (laughs) (laughs) We could barely do a podcast by ourselves. Right. Let alone have quiet prayer time. Yeah. But it's not that. It's the posture of our heart and um, making sure that even it happens before bed. Yep. I think that's where you were going with that. Yeah. So like even Chrissy and I, we have prayer time and we'll just um, hold hands or I'll put my hand on her back or she'll roll over, do the same to me. And we just pray for each other. Mm -hmm. Um, We just pray about the day. Thank you, God, for what you have for us. Thank you for what's coming up. Um, We pray that, you know, again, that as you're pouring into us, we're able to pour out to others. Even last night, our prayer was literally fill us up with wisdom and knowledge so we can pass that off on podcasts, in ministry, as pastors, that we don't want to have all this knowledge and wisdom to puff 
stuff up, but to pour out. Yeah. And so we were just praying about that last night as mm-hmm. we were going to bed. And we mentioned to this uh, to multiple couples that we do coaching with. And I actually got a voice memo from one of the couples uh, uh, it was either this morning or yesterday. And he just shared that they started doing that. And he's like, listen, it is not a 100% like cured our marriage, but the step that it has taken in us actually communicating better, yeah. uh, being able to grow spiritually together. Mm-hmm. And he said, we started doing it actually in the morning and in the evening. That's good. I, I was like, that's awesome. And again, it's just simple. It's very simple. It's not always easy. And sometimes it's awkward, mm-hmm. but just saying something that you're grateful for. You can find something that you're grateful for. And right. it doesn't have to be wordy. Even the Bible talks about how the Pharisees were wordy and long and loud and they were showing off. Yep. And that's not what God wants. Yep. He wants the simple, the pure, the honest yep. prayer of our hearts. And um, it's just... It, just start out small yeah because it can be intimidating yeah and even like again this verse talks about don't be pulled in different directions or worried about a thing be saturated in prayer yeah so it's like when you are worrying about something grab your wife's hand say hey let's pray about that yeah you know i mean wives as you're worrying about something or you're you hear your husband grab his hand like you know you guys can lead each other in this and say mm-hmm. let's pray about this yeah because how much peace again is going to come over you as you hold hands because you're unifying and you're uniting with yeah. christ right there and like we've talked uh, about this before um, and we've shared with coaching uh, that your marriage is not just you your spouse and god it's you your spouse god and the devil yeah like the devil is trying to infiltrate his way in there he's pushing your his way in and pushing Mm -hmm. you apart so when you grab hands and you say no we're going to pray and we're going to seek god and we're not going to be pulled in different directions Mm -hmm. and this worry we're going to throw it on to god um, with saturated prayer throughout the day you're going to find peace in that yeah that's really good Yep. It goes on to say, offering your faith-filled requests before God with overflowing gratitude. And that's mm-hmm. like what you just shared. Yeah. So in my, uh, I almost said podcast, in my um, blog, blog. <laughs> there's the word. Um, I literally, so um, we're talking about today, if you, um, hopefully you didn't marry your other half. And so go to the website and read that. It's actually not just for women today it's for both because it's really important that you didn't marry your other half Mm -hmm. or how some people say your better half um so go read that today but um it really talks about the gratitude because when we when we put the really high expectations on our spouse to 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 fulfill our needs to make us feel um worthy or whatever expectations that we put our spouse when we do that when we feel like our spouse is our other half and they complete us we fail because that tells me you weren't complete before you were married and that's not true and you're what happens if something happens to your spouse Mm -hmm. after you're married yep are you never going to be complete ever again right and so when we look away from our spouse and we look to jesus we have to feel gratitude um because his standard is, we can't meet that. Right. And we have to understand, okay, if he's the standard and that, and we reflect on ourselves, we fail every time. And so now I am grateful for what Jesus has done for me and right. where he has brought me. And um, I, I, I can't feel anything but gratitude. Yep. And so when we say gratitude is the key to your attitude, stop looking at your spouse 
you need to look to Jesus. Yeah, no, that is so good. And, and again, you know, like as we realize what we're thankful for, you know, sometimes we we start thinking on things that. So again, if I walk into the house and uh, you have dishes done, laundry done, house is clean, but dinner's not ready, yeah, I can automatically focus on the thing that's not done right the dinner not being done versus being thankful and having gratitude that you are a stay-at-home mom and you did these three things and you're still alive and you look good and the kids are still alive too you know it's so easy to focus on what we don't have or what we should have Mm -hmm. instead of right in the moment of what we do have yeah i'm gonna say that again okay to pay attention we often focus on what we should have or what we don't have instead of what we do have right and when we focus on what we do have we are going to have gratitude in our lives yeah and i'm telling you as we even thank god for that we're just going to have overflowing gratitude as we bring our prayers before him Mm -hmm. okay go for it no i just think i I just want to challenge some people to say make a list what are you grateful for in your spouse and just start meditating on that yeah meditating on the good things i know you can think of something I know there's some people out there. I can't think of one thing. Yeah, you can. Don't don't be that person. Mm-hmm. Even We're, think about what first attracted you to them. Mm-hmm. You know, because maybe you're like, well, they've changed so much. But if you remember, man, this is what I loved about them. And if I start speaking that into them, I'm yeah. going to see that rise up again. Yeah. Well, I I want to say this because it reminded me of just like when we first met. You were very funny and outgoing and loud and all of these things. And I'm that, not loud anymore. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and I think sometimes those things that naturally attracted um, me to you in the beginning can now become annoying and frustrating. And no. it's not, I'm, <laughs> not just you, I'm just speaking in general, but if I say those things, I'm just giving an example because I don't feel that way. I mean, sometimes I do. I'm like, bring it in, Joe, bring it in. You're too loud, you talk too much. Oh, you know, but you were fun and exciting and all that kind of stuff that I'm not. <laughs> but sometimes I'm like, Joe, stop it. You're embarrassing me or da da da. And that's, that's on me. You know, you haven't changed. My attitude towards you have, has changed. Mm. And that's not your fault. Mm-hmm. That's the reason I fell in love with you. And so when you're evaluating these characteristics about your spouse, you have to make sure that it is not your thoughts that have changed mm-hmm. or your attitude that has changed. Um I mean, if your spouse has never drank before and then now they're a full-blown alcoholic, like that's different. Right. But you have to make sure that it's not you. Right. Don't automatically assume that it's yeah. your spouse and come up with something that you're yeah. grateful for. Well, and again, that's where the whole th- premise of this scripture and podcast is right now is yeah. your thoughts. You know, mm-hmm. how have your thoughts changed? And again, are you controlling your thoughts or are you letting your con- your thoughts control you? Yeah, no, that's good. So the it goes on to say, tell him every detail of your life, then God's wonderful peace. Like, and just stop there. Who wants God's wonderful peace? Yeah. You know, like we all want this wonderful peace over us. Um, it said that transcends human understanding will guard your heart and your mind through Jesus Christ. It's supernatural. It I is. I just want to say that. So this is saying it transcends human understanding. We have to um, walk in trust that it doesn't make sense. Say it for the people in the back. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't and make so, sense. Um, 
tell him every detail of your life, then God's wonderful peace that transcends human understanding will guard your heart. And so it doesn't make sense. Nope. Because some of us will think, well, he already knows every detail of my no. life. If if there is a God and he can see every single thing, why do I need to pray to him? You know, mm-hmm. if he is sovereign and he knows all, you know, but it's like the same thing. Like we know so much about each other and what we still want to communicate. We yeah. still have our dates. You know, yeah. we still have our time together. We still pray together. We still have our, our moments together. And that's what God wants. He's like, yeah, I do know it all. I am sovereign, but I want you. I want your heart. Mm-hmm. And so as you start giving your heart to me, you'll feel this peace that I'm going to pour over you because you realize you're not in control. Yeah. And someone out there, you just need to hear that your life is not yours to control. Yeah. It's God's. And when Mm -hmm. we say, man, finally, like, you know, uh, uh, Carrie, uh, What's her name? Carrie Underwood. Jesus, take the wheel. That's what. <laughs> it's like Carrie who? Carrie Underwood. Uh, you know, sometimes we do. We just have to say, you know what? Yep, I'm worried about this. Jesus, you take the wheel, and yeah. I'm going to bring it to you. I'm mm-hmm. going to talk to you about it, about yeah. what's going on. No, I think that's so good when you say that He is sovereign and He does know all. That is true. But your peace comes through prayer, and yep. your peace comes through confession, not for God, yep. because He does know everything. It's honestly, it's for you. Yeah, we need to confess through prayer with somebody else with your spouse we need to confess these things for humility yep and the bible talks about when we confess with our mouth out loud something just breaks off Mm -hmm. it gives um it doesn't give the devil a foothold anymore it's for us it's not for god and so we need to change our um mindset on that yeah because we especially we've seen this in in the big c church the church in general you yeah. know maybe the western world more than uh the east but like we we have become very guarded of our issues and our sin and our mm-hmm. thoughts so instead of sharing with god or with someone else the thoughts the sin the issues in my life i keep them right in my mind yeah and i keep them here and they torment me that's true and we have to get them out because in james it says confess your sins to one another so you may be Healed. healed and that is what we have to get to okay we're gonna wrap this up because we're already on 18 minutes we try to keep this at 20 minutes i'm a talker chrissy just said it so here we go um to wrap this up it says finally brothers whatever things are true whatever things are noble whatever things are just whatever things are pure whatever things are lovely whatever things are good report if there's any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy meditate on these things. Yeah. We were watching a video last night um, of a, a clinical psychologist and he was talking about the importance of prayer and or meditation. Mm-hmm. And he said, because you, your world, especially the world we live in today is just so crazy yeah. that you have to give your mind. He's literally the, the, um, the teaching was actually on, uh, like peace of mind or, um, uh, Uh, mind hygiene, mental hygiene. That's what it was titled, mental hygiene. And he said, literally, you brush your teeth every day. You need to take time for your mind every day. Mm -hmm. And then today, as I, well, actually I was reading Philippians yesterday and it just, they tied together so well. I'm like, here's a clinical psychologist saying this. And this is what uh, the Lord, you know, this, what God spoke to Paul 2000 years ago to pen to the Philippians. Yeah. And so even these things like meditation, we should be meditating. And what are we meditating on? And Mm so really quick, I'm just going to read through that list again. And us as husbands, as wives, what are we thinking on? So it says we need to meditate on the truth. And the truth is, and I broke down these uh, words. So truth means genuine. It's the fact. It's real. It's actual. 
Yeah. Sometimes our mind make up stories, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And it's and it's like and it's not real. It's not accurate. Mm-hmm. It's going one way, yours going another way, and then you and I get in a fight and I'm saying, "Well, it happened this way." You're like, "No, it happened that way." It's like, "Well, what's the truth?" Yeah. What actually happened? And honestly, it literally reminds me of Do you remember that story about how our brains work and our memories? Yes. It was a Netflix um documentary. Documentary, and it talked about 9/11. Yep. Now, wherever you're at, listening to this podcast, or watching it. Right when I said 9-11, you know exactly where you were yep. and exactly what you were doing. Yep. And so this documentary was um, interviewing some people of where they were, what they were doing, what they remember. And this woman goes to talk about it. And she's like, well, I was in my office. I was doing this. I was looking out my window and I could see the smoke, smoke. Yep. of the buildings. Yep. And when they actually went to go research her story, yep, she, her office doesn't even overlook the city. It's on the opposite side of the building. Yep. And I think she was actually at home that day. And the way that the wind was blowing, it was blowing a different direction. So the smoke wouldn't have even went there. Right. And so when, but she probably saw something on at TV, home on yep. the TV when, and then her brain filled in. Yep. And so... We can't even trust our minds. Right. And so back to humility. Yep. We can't just assume that we're right. Right. Every single time. Because scientifically. Right. <laughs> our, our brains just fill it in. Yep. And they are, um, they trick us. Yep. Our minds play tricks on us. Yep. And so after I was watching that documentary, I was like, maybe I wasn't in art class. <laughs> maybe I wasn't. I know exactly what I was wearing though, because we went to a Catholic school and we had to wear uniforms. Yeah, that's, unless it was a non-uniform day. Ooh, could have been a Friday. Um, but, but yeah, our minds play tricks on us. Yes. And so when we talk about the truth, we have to talk about it in humility. We're not fighting against our spouse, right. saying, spouse, spouse, Spout. spouse, saying I'm right and you're wrong because if you're saying that, you're wrong anyways, mm-hmm. because we're not pointing fingers yep. here. And so that's so good. Yeah. It's so true. Um, so the second thing, meditate on uh, what is noble. So whatever things are noble, and noble is a high moral principle. Mm. You know, so in in your marriage, in your family, in your life, like what are the principles, the moral principles you put in place? And meditating on those things. Yeah. Because we know like you can, you know, everybody's on the rat race to climb the ladder, you know, like to get as high as they can. But are we taking the moral way there, you know, and what principles do we have? What even we could use the word values. What are your family values Mm -hmm. that you meditate on? You know, okay. Uh, The next one is just. So again, this is morally right and fair. You know, we need to meditate on what is just and we can't ignore injustice Mm -hmm. you know um in the home and again that doesn't mean i bully you or you bully me but if there is sin we have to call it out in each other right Mm -hmm. like because we have to meditate on what is just but also i'm not going to meditate on the injustice because i could still just be thinking on your sin all the time or even me i'm never going to be good enough i'm not this i'm not you know what i mean yeah so again, it's it's thinking on uh, what is just again pure, and this is huge, uh, not mixed with anything else, no uh, contamination. Yeah. Like that is so important for us to memorize or to memorize to meditate on. And that's hard. It is because hard. our world, our news, our social medias, it's very contaminated. Yeah. And so if we're putting these filters on our thoughts. Yep. We have to fight against it. Yes. And so. And I think that's huge because like what you just said, when it comes to social media, even like 
um, if you're not meditate, if you're trying to stay pure and your thoughts and you're getting on Facebook and you're reading something that is causing you to go the opposite direction, yeah. I'm going to challenge you to get off Facebook. Shut it down. Because if it's not helping you meditate on something pure and bettering you, why do we spend so much time on it? Yeah. And some of you are like, that's crazy. How can you do that? Like, I mean, that's just where I'm at because yeah. it is. It's If something isn't making me better, why would I continue to fill my life with it? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Like that, like if, if I literally just wanted to go, if I hung out with people in a circle and they just gossip, 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 I'm going to remove myself from the circle. Like, man, these people are like. Toxic. Yeah. But we don't do that on social media. Yeah. It's the same thing. It is the same thing. Block, unfriend, have five friends that are really your friends, you mm-hmm. know? Let's go back to MySpace when we can pick our top five. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> but I mean, even when you think about purity, we have a water filter. When you think about the water that comes out of the tap, you're like, oh, it's clear. It's got to be pure, but it's not. Yeah. There's so many things that are added to it that we go above and beyond. And so many people on this podcast, you know, the same thing. You have a water, you know, pure a purification, purif- purifying system at your house, whatever. Um, I like your words today. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, they're simple words that I can't say. <laughs> uh, but again, like we f- have to fight for purity and in our minds. Yeah. Okay. Is something, is there some toxicity coming in my mind? Is this something toxic or is it pure? And if yeah. it's toxic, stop meditating on it. Yep. Stop thinking on it. And even tell somebody. And if you can't tell your spouse because it's going to bring her down or him down, go up. Go to uh, your connect group leader, your pastor, you know, somebody that, a uh, mentor, uh, mm-hmm. someone you look up to, someone that's helping you, a counselor, yeah. to be able to say, I keep thinking on this and I know it's not accurate. I know it's not right and it's hurting me. Yeah. Uh, the next thing is whatever is lovely. See, that's easy for me me to do i just meditate on you all day and i'm like there's my lovely um lovely is very pleasant enjoyable delightful that that is you so there we go um of good report i think this isn't this is important for marriage good report means approved investigation Mm. approved investigation Mm -hmm. it's just like when a detective is truly doing their work to say if this person should be arrested or not like should they be convicted should they be tried like there is a good investigation approved investigation we need to investigate our thoughts yeah we need to be like is is this true you know because if not Get rid of that. It's not a good report. Um, real quick, we have virtue, which is a high moral standard. We need to meditate on that. Mm-hmm. And then last uh, but not least, praiseworthy. Uh, that means deserving approval and admiration. Yeah. So we need to meditate on what is deserving approval, mm-hmm. right? Not That's again. Good. If it does not deserve approval, stop thinking on it. Yeah. And you, listener, you, Chrissy, Ooh. me, Joe, it's up to us to take our own thoughts captive. Yeah. I cannot have you take my thoughts captive. Mm-hmm. I cannot have you help, you know, say like, well, Joe, now it's time to meditate on this. I have to make that choice. Yep. Even as we're saying this podcast, this could go in one ear and out the other. And so I would even challenge you, how are you going to meditate on things that are good today? That's good. How are you going to meditate on things this week that are good? And again, we're not saying you take 30 minutes or 45 minutes. Try five minutes when you're mm-hmm. in the car, when you're on your way to work. Yep. When you're... Turn the radio off. Turn the pod. No, don't turn this podcast off. <laughs> well, we're just about <laughs> done. So you can shut off now. And then just take some time to meditate on those things. Yes. What are the things that are worrying me? Go through this list. Should it be in your mind? Yes. If not toss it out yes um again this is philippians 4 8 through 9 so you mm-hmm. can literally just memorize this scripture and then focus on those things to meditate on yeah you know that's um, so good. and then you could see oh wow i really struggle on this one you know i really really struggle struggle on meditate on things that are pure 
focus on purity. Yeah. You know, how am I going to think on things that are pure? That's good. So anyways, uh, my name's Joe. And I'm Chrissy. And this is The Married Life. Where we want to help you build a stronger marriage to create a stronger family to form stronger communities. That's right. We love you guys. Again, we have all kinds of content uh, up at themarriedlife.org. And that's also where you can donate to help uh, fund the ministry. Love you guys. We'll see you next time.